Howdy folks, Robert Williams here from Nye County School District, Nevada. I'm the Director of Technology and this is the Nye for Kids Technology Podcast where I review the weekly update for the school district and sometimes provide useful information for folks in our school district. Uh, this is episode for the week of December 9th, 2019 and you can reach me on Twitter at Mr. W's Tweets. Also, if you're in the school district, you can find me on the website for the email. Okay, so this week's update, you can get to it um, in Google Docs by going to bit.ly uh, slash nytwu120919, so that is bit.ly slash nytwu120919, so Ny Technology Weekly Update 12919. All right, folks, so a few things. <coughs> First, I'm running out of um, things to create tips around. So if you've got some great ideas, I would appreciate it if you'd send them my way, things that you'd like me to create some directions on that you would find helpful. And uh, because of that, I don't have a tip in this weekly update. Thing number two, um, take a look. I'll review it later in the podcast, but if you're reading it, take a look under the um, things Rob remembers doing this week section. So I cover a little bit about what's going on with the phone system at Floyd. It's a new responsibility we're taking on. And then thing, <clears throat> thing number three, this week we have a, um, a visit from our super in, the state superintendent of public instruction, Joan Ebert. She'll be in Pahrump on her listening tour. She was in Tonopah last week, and I put a few posts up on the website. Hopefully you get a chance to take a look at those. I certainly recommend following her on Twitter. She is NVSupt, N-V-S-U-P-T, on Twitter. So that's twitter.com slash N-V-S-U-P-T. And finally, just as a first word of warning here, for those of you that use Lightspeed Classroom to monitor your students on Chromebooks, um, and as you know, that has been a sync with Google Classroom, so you get kids into Google Classroom and then it will automatically create your classes in Lightspeed Classroom for monitoring purposes. And uh, that means that you have to use Google Classroom to use Lightspeed Classroom. Well, over winter break, we're gonna try to change that from a sync with Google Classroom to a sync with Infinite Campus. So those teachers that don't wanna use Google Classroom will already have their classes created in Lightspeed Classroom. It should make things a little bit faster. But that will break your integration uh, and it will probably require all teachers to reset up their teaching schedule and any um, limitations you've put on student accounts. So during your class schedule, if you only let kids go to four or five websites, you probably have to recreate those again. I apologize for that, but um, those are the, that's the price of progress on this issue. All right, so online PD this week is a reminder. I'm doing Tuesday at 7.05 in the morning, Google extensions and a password manager. I'm gonna cover LastPass specifically, but there are a few others. Dashlane is another good one and one password. Uh, remember, if you are gonna create a, um, an account on a password manager, I recommend using your personal email address, even if you're using it for work, because then you're never locked out of it. Keeping in mind that because we control the school district email accounts, if we need to, for some reason, we can reset your password and access your account. That means that anything that you, any accounts that you create, we could literally just reset your Google password and access those accounts. And you don't want us to do that with passwords. So make sure that you set up your LastPass account on your own personal email address. Also, remember you don't have to have 
a um, Zoom account or a microphone or a webcam to participate. The directions for that are in the document if you go to this, this podcast's Google Doc page. And then all of the sessions that I've saved, videos of those sessions can also be found. Um, actually, you can access them right from the, web, the website, the Knife for Kids section of the website. All right, moving on to assessments. Uh, hopefully all the schools are doing test security training before winter break because you will have uh, WIDA, secure WIDA materials on campus in January. The map testing window is open and I know lots of schools have already started. I did plan last week the WIDA Access Introductory PD, which will be on 12-16, so a week from Monday during the uh, Instructional Coaches PD, but we'll also put it out there to everybody else who needs to attend through Zoom. And then in the Google Doc is also a list of the testing calendars if you want to subscribe to them. So I did finish the toll this week and I wrote my review in Goodreads. It was okay, not as good as the first two, but the ending was very satisfying as a conclusion to the series. So I certainly recommend reading it for anybody that's already read the first two. Uh, but expect the pacing to be kind of a slog through at least the first half of the book. Uh, but things do come together in the second half and as I mentioned the ending is very satisfying. A couple of items off the calendar this week. Uh, state superintendent is going to be visiting schools in Pahrump on Tuesday and there's a meeting with between her and our um, Pahrump administrators and hopefully the ones from Beatty at 4.30 on Tuesday and that will be in the big conference room at PVHS. Then on Thursday, Wednesday, looking here. Wednesday and Thursday, we have the administrators, uh, the admin meeting for all the principals that come to the district office from everywhere in the district. And we'll be meeting starting one o'clock on Wednesday afternoon and then all day on Thursday. Friday is the PLC for fourth and fifth grade teachers in Pahrump where we do that through Google Hangouts and get everybody together. All right, looking pretty good. Uh, after this week, this is the second to last week before winter break, and I encourage you to hang in there and remember that every day has teaching is a teaching opportunity. Um, even though your kids are probably all squirrels, don't give up. Make sure you keep trying to teach them. Okay, moving forward here. So um, under the things that I remember happening this week, I did travel up north this week and handled all the work orders that we had. Um, I also want to mention about the Floyd phone system. So if you're not aware, we're locked out of the Floyd phone system. Probably 10, 15 years ago, a contractor came in, did some work on the phone system, and they put a password into it. So we have no access. We can't control it. We can't do anything with it. And there's a bad Ethernet card in the computer that handles the um, IP system, the phones uh, by IP address in there. And so that's causing dropped calls at Floyd, both incoming and outgoing. It's inconsistent. It's random because it's a failing card. It's not a totally failed card. But we can't fix that issue the way it is, and it would cost us several um, tens of thousands of dollars to pay another contractor to come in and replace the phone system at Floyd. But we're lucky because Justin Diverse uh, from the technology department has a lot of experience with 
phone systems. He did phone systems for a hospital quite a, for quite a long time. And we also have quite a several dozen donated IP phones from the county, from Nye County. So we are, Justin's been working with the team as well as with Floyd to put in place a brand new phone system. So for a while, people have two access to two phones and then we'll do the final cutover and uh, then we'll collect all the phones that aren't in use anymore. In this last week, Justin and Dan and I think Jen and Sean went over to Floyd and did some training with the Floyd staff on how the new phone system works and um, left them with a handful of phones to play with and then the direction. So it'll be a clearer system than has probably been in place a long time. Plus, it will prevent people from calling directly into classrooms because if you're not aware at Floyd, they've had for forever. Um, especially around election season, people can just call directly into the classrooms and they get these uh, random phone calls happening all the time. And we should be able to do this whole system for less than about $6,000, which is probably a tenth of what it would have cost us to bring in a vendor to do the whole thing. So thank you, Justin, and thank you to um, the Floyd staff for being patient as we develop into this new technology for us. Okay, I already talked about assessments and then the information team has been doing quite a bit of work uh, supporting the two-way interface with um, Edgenuity and IC and trying to streamline the workflow for the teachers at Pathways so that they have the ability to spend more time with kids and less time doing a lot of the updates that have handled in, that have happened in the computer. We also as a team, all of us as well as quite a few throughout the district attended the Gaggle webinar and found out exactly what type of information they can provide as how it applied to uh, our school district. So that is all of the material in the news and then in terms of fluff the highlighted items the simplest way to make sure that we raise literate children is to show them that reading is a pleasure activity and that means finding books that they enjoy giving them access and to those books and letting them read them that's a quote from neil gaiman and then surround yourself with the dreamers and the doers, the believers and the thinkers. But most of all, surround yourself with those who see greatness within you, even when you don't see it within yourself. All right, folks. So that brings us to the end of uh, this week's weekly update. Again, you can reach me at Mr. W's tweets on Twitter. Please send me some feedback, the two of you that are listening. And thank you very much. Have a great week.